Hey guys, welcome to Tom Talks. On this week's episode, we're going to be talking about Dallas was held hostage. How to get that Elon Musk schooling. The bar cutter is now behind bars. The cost of living in Texas. And you've ticked your last talk. Hey guys, welcome to the show. My name is Tom Jung. I'm your host. And I'm Jack Lizenby, co-host. And we are local real estate agents here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. If you are looking to buy or sell, we would love to help you. You can find us at tomstextrealty.com, at Facebook and Instagram, at tomstextrealty, and TikTok at tom.things. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, cool. Anyways, it's been a crazy week. Yeah, it's been very crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we're making it, so... I guess let's uh, let's hop into it. Okay, cool. Uh, so we actually experienced this for, for our first topic. We experienced difficulties with this because we were helping out um, one of our clients with some homestead paperwork, and he's had he has a bit of a special situation. But one of the uh, one of the homesteads that we had to file for him was in Dallas. Unfortunately, at the time, whenever I went to go get that paperwork, the Dallas uh, County Appraisal District was down. Like. Basically, they had a little splash page that said, sorry for the mess. We, we got nothing right now. Right. Um, and this lasted for a good long while. And we, um, we recently found out that they had been hacked and held yes. for ransom. Yes. Why is it? It seems like every time that you go to a government website, like it's almost seems like it's a rule that has to be outdated by at least 10 years. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, nobody wants to put taxpayer money towards like updating software and security yeah. and stuff like that. And actually, I think it's very interesting. So basically, before I get too much into it, what happened was uh, the chief uh, appraiser, uh, Ken Nolan, he came into the office on Election Day and all 300 plus computers in the appraisal district office were just frozen. Mm-hmm. And their systems were down, their servers were basically locked out and encrypted and everything. They could do nothing. Okay. And on every single computer, there was a little splash page with a pawn, like a chess pawn. And that is the symbol of Royal Ransomware, one of the biggest, if not the biggest, ransomware uh group in the world. I was really hoping you were going to tell me that it's like, this is like a pissed off resident. <laughs> it might be. Their value. <laughs> maybe, maybe with all those permits they're behind on, they just kind of gave a little anonymous tip to them and they're like, yeah. hey, hit these guys. Okay. So th- this is malware or oh, ransomware? Ransomware. So, so that's where... That's basically where they take all of the personal information or in this case, all of the, uh, the appraisal district's information and they download it, copy it, and encrypt it on a different location, so like a server or a different computer, and then they uh, basically have no access to their own files because they don't have that encryption key. Mm. And they say, if you want this back, you pay us money. Right, and so they ask for about a million dollars up front, wow. which for Dallas, it's a decent chunk of change, but they could probably make it happen. Yeah. But uh, Mr. Nolan said, nope, that's not happening. Immediately calls the FBI, and he's there like, hey, you need to start negotiating. Don't don't pay these really? guys. We're going to start working on it. Yeah. Okay. And so uh, they over so the, the website and the server, the appraisal district website, was down for like 72 days, like over two months. Hmm. It was it was it was a battle. But at the end of it, they ended up knocking that that one million down to one hundred seventy thousand dollars, which they did end up paying. Because they are like two months behind on appraisals and uh, all these exemptions and stuff that have to go in before the tax, uh, before like April 1st and everything. So this was sort of a a situation of like, 
risk outweighing the you know the reward yeah, it sounds like they should have spent that money upgrading the system exactly <laughs> and i think it's very interesting because uh the, the the royal ransom guys i believe they're based mostly out of like eastern europe and stuff like that they actually put a readme document available for people to click on on those computers and so what they did whenever you open it up it's like basically hey we're royal ransom like this is what we do we have taken your files like it basically explains the situation and yeah. it's like We'll also provide, if you pay us, we'll also provide you with, like, tips on how to update your security because you've obviously, like, yeah, they basically called them out for, like, you skimped on your security, so right. here you go. Yeah, we'll tell you why this was, like, the easiest thing one of our interns did. Yeah, basically. It's almost like, I was imagine these guys as having, like, a storefront somewhere over here. <laughs> it's like, hey, we're a professional company. This is what we do. Hey, I mean, if no one's going to prosecute. I did, think, I did think it was funny because the verbiage in the README document was very pleasant. Like, I, I was reading it. It was almost like, it's like whenever a kid breaks their toy, it's like, oh, no, this is why that happened, all this other stuff. And they, they were just very pantering about it. <laughs> wow. Way to go, Dallas. Yeah, and uh, so this this happened because of phishing, because, mm -hmm. you know, people send links, their emails, people uh -huh. click on them, stuff like that. And this isn't the first time it's happened. It happened twice in Travis County out in Austin, like once in 2019 and then once in December of last year. So Don't download that shit. Yeah, yeah, guys, <laughs> don't, don't click random email links. Like, okay, so even if you click a random link, it has to download something to your computer, correct? In a lot of cases. There's, yeah. there's different... Things because if it's like a batch file or something, like you can, so you can, if you really want, you can potentially store data in like JPEGs and stuff like that. And if you have like something that automatically downloads, uh, like if you have a local server for your, like I use Outlook or if you use Thunderbird or something like that, and it downloads like a JPEG that has some sort of activation key or something on it, and you already have that on your computer, or it can easily get on your computer, then it could also cause things like that. But that's much more in depth and we we gotcha. look for that yeah jack's never done yeah. that before no yeah <laughs> very cool well um some kiddos that might be doing it in the future or protecting against it uh maybe students of elon musk school okay actually this is a this is a weird rabbit hole that i went down yesterday researching this uh, we're not actually going to be talking about his school all that much but <laughs> i was curious to see like um because i knew he i had heard the story that he had pulled all of his kids out of school because he didn't like the way that you know they were being educated and he started his own school and so i was interested to learn more and the original school is called ad astra which i think is that a book i have no idea i'm pretty sure that's like a book or something but yeah it ended up, I don't know, I couldn't find a whole lot of information. Basically, it changed to Astra Nova is now the name of the school. Okay. And it's $32,000 a year. There's only like 50 kids that are in it. Um, they do have availability to do um, like, um, what is it, two hours a week. So you can, instead of doing the full tuition. Like private tutoring? Yeah, almost like just a few extracurricular type classes. So if you if your kid's doing two hours a week, I think it's thirty thirty nine hundred dollars a semester, or if they want to do four hours a week, it's a little over seven thousand. So it it's interesting. But the more interesting thing that I found when I was going down this rabbit hole is there's another company called Synthesis, mm -hmm. and the guy that Elon recruited to start one of the one of the people that he recruited to start at Astra, uh, basically branched off and started this on his own, and it is. Uh, it's an online supplemental course.
course, essentially, or not really a course. Yeah, course, I guess. I, I don't okay. know. But it, it's supplemental. So like, like if you're, especially if like you're homeschooling, this may be a really good thing to look into for your kids. Uh, but it's from ages 6 to 14, and it's for one hour a week. It's $180 a month, so it's fairly affordable. And the way that they teach is much different. It's like um, complex problems that they're solving with a team. So, gotcha. So, for example, it may be a game on launching a new movie. So, the kids have to figure out, um, you know, what cast members to pay for, what script to pick, uh, how to budget, and the marketing aspect of it, like how much money to put there mm -hmm. to see who can have the most successful movie. And so they're like different games, not, and that's just one example. They have other games. I saw some videos I was watching, it was like space stuff where they were like trying to get to another planet and you got to figure out, you know, yeah. where you allocate resources <laughs> to improve what division. And so they're more, it's more of a team. It's And the other thing that was interesting is it's not just your own grade level. Mm -hmm. So they mix kids up because like in the real world, you're right. going to be working with people at different ages that know different things. And so it's more, um, yeah, it's, it's more realistic, I guess, in the type of learning. And so anyways, just browsing their website, it had their curriculum for February, which was all about risk. Okay. So there, you know, there's four weeks and it's like, you know, what is risk, what's acceptable risk and everything else, which I thought was fascinating because that's not like something we ever talked about in school growing no, up. Right. As a matter of fact, risk was something that you strictly avoided throughout school. Yeah, right, yeah. And so I thought this was really neat. Of course, I haven't really looked into education since I left, but you know, it was yeah. too many years ago. Yeah. So, <laughs> Uh, anyways, but I just thought it was really interesting because it's really all about teamwork and mm -hmm. solving these problems. And a lot of them they talked about, there's no real right way to solve these problems, but it's more to get kids thinking in different ways and interacting and how to how to do that sort mm -hmm. of thing. So yeah, communication in a workplace environment, yes. coordination. See, I think I thought it was funny because you said uh, you were talking about how they group them together and give them like a goal or whatever, like if they were making a movie. And I was like, oh, that's really cool because it, it sort of leaves it very open-ended, allows them to think and solve yes. a problem with their strengths. But then you had said the uh, whole, uh, something about going to space and then I immediately thought, man, maybe he's just using this as like a child think tank. <laughs> he's like, man, I haven't figured this thing out myself, so I'm just gonna get these these like 14 yeah. year olds to do it for Kids me. Kids have the most creativity, right? Right, right. Maybe something brilliant can Need somebody to think outside the box. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But uh, anyway, it's really, really cool thing if, uh, yeah. yeah, if you got kids, want to check that out. Yeah. I mean, that sounds really cool. But another really cool thing is animals and the zoo. <laughs> and I have the wrap up for our, our story that we've been going on. All right. Um, so uh, for anyone who's been watching the past couple of podcasts, we've had a bit of a, uh, a, a caper over at the Dallas Zoo. Somebody's been stealing animals. Mm -hmm. uh, well, they caught him. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. We got him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that flamingo is in cuffs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but th so they caught him. He's a 24-year-old guy who just said he loved animals whenever he was caught by the police. Okay. Loved them a lot, apparently. So much so that he would, you know, commit almost felony-level larceny of 
you know, endangered endangered animals. Sure. Um, yeah. What animal ever doesn't do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, um, so he's been coming into enclosures since like January, but they only recently caught him because of the tip that actually uh, let them know that the Langer monkeys that were stolen last week were at that house the in Lancaster. Yeah. yeah, the monkeys in the closet. Okay. Well, it turns out there were more than just monkeys, not just in the closet. There were goldfish, birds, like. 14 pigeons for whatever reason all throughout this house so this guy wasn't just stealing from the zoo he was stealing like just animals like is he feeding them I, I would hope so I, I didn't actually see that in the um so, so he just found a vacant house and was like this is going to be my new pet store mm-hmm. yeah so the tip actually came from some of the church goers who saw it because it's like right across the street from some church and they saw him with like a bunch of animals and stuff like that and whenever the news of the monkeys came out they're like that guy's pretty suspect. It's probably him. Well, let's keep an eye on that. The place. guy carrying armfuls of pigeons, you know, <laughs> might be the one. No telling. But um, so far, no ties to the vulture. We don't know what happened to him. But uh, they so there's a vulture missing. No. So uh, one of the one of the animals that they had an issue with at the zoo was pin this this endangered vulture species, and um, apparently it had died with like some mysterious wounds that they weren't able to to pin on anything. It definitely like, wouldn't be that guy. Yeah, well, no, he loves animals yeah. a little too much. But uh, so they, they haven't tied him to that, but they have tied him to everything else with the zoo. And you'll never guess. I mean, I already told you, but like those of you watching at home will never guess where they caught this guy whenever they arrested him. The Dallas Aquarium. This guy was planning <laughs> another heist. He's, he was looking at those those lion fish and was like, tomorrow, you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know more about this guy. Like, first of all, like, all right, first of all, you go from, like, collecting pigeons on the street to stealing from a zoo. Mm-hmm. Why pick the monkeys? Like, I don't know. I, I would go, I don't know, just me, but I would be, like, I would go for, like, a koala bear or something that would just, Yeah, like, a little more easy to deal with. Yeah. Some, or maybe, like, a three-toed sloth that's mm-hmm. going to be just, you know, you don't have to worry about it running away. Right. Like, oh, no, it got out of the closet. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, man, this could be a whole, I feel like this is like a, this could be like a documentary that pops up on Netflix. Oh, like man, the I psyche would, of this guy. I would love it because you know what he said after he was questioned by police? He's like, if you let me go, I'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> the balls on this man. Um, he was, so he was actually responsible for the, uh, the uh, snow leopard that got out too. But what he said was whenever he opened the enclosure, the snow leopard jumped past him and he couldn't get a hold of it. He was only able to pet it <laughs> and it scared off and ran into the zoo, which is why they found it later that day. But he also really tipped off a bunch of zoo staff because he had been going around asking like super suspect questions like where do the animals go at night? Like what's their schedule and like all these other things. Like he was, How do these locks work? Yeah, like <laughs> things that like a normal zoo goer might ask, but yeah. then like maybe he's getting a little too into it. Like uh, you don't need to know that, sir. Come to find out he's uh, the nephew of the Tiger King, you know? Oh man, that, that would be that would right? call that <laughs> the plot twist from Night Shyamalan coming around. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Could, I just I want I want to know more. I want to know. I'm interested. He's a character. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. Well, I don't know how much uh, it costs to house that many animals, but uh, but I do have a good idea of how much it costs to live in Texas. Oh, okay. So <laughs> animals or no? Yeah, this is a question actually. A lot of people probably are asking if they're looking to move here from a different state, especially California. I was blown away by. Um, how much they spend on just like going out to a meal? Oh, in Cali? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I thought it was expensive here, but it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's like two to three times as much out there. Yeah. And uh, so, anyways, 
I just looked up some like very basic stuff. Now, um, let's see. I'm gonna base these numbers off a of family of four. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I just picked that. Uh, and so first off, rent for I just looked up a generic like three two three bedroom two bath house in Fort Worth. What do you think rent would be on? On a three-two, just mm -hmm. in Fort Worth, somewhere around two thousand. Right, yeah, twenty-one hundred. Okay, which is crazy because like two years ago it was like sixteen hundred. Right, seventeen hundred. Yeah, uh, twenty-one hundred. Um, I looked up stats from twenty twenty-two, and for a family of four, they had food at seven hundred and twenty dollars a month for a family of four. Okay, I don't know if that's reasonable or not. I spend like four hundred a month as a single person, but that I think also includes me dining out. Yeah, I, like, I did. I eat a lot, yeah. so I don't feel like I'm a good statistic. Yeah. Then utilities, I ballparked that at 300. I've talked to different people. It really depends on the age of your house. And yeah. uh, you factor in gas. And I put in a thousand bucks for your phones and cars. Okay. I feel like that's a little different for everybody. A thousand um, bucks? Well, I mean, like, my phone bill's only like a hundred something. Yeah, but if you got a family of four, like, do the kids have phones? Does that cost a lot more? Family plants? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I don't know what it costs. Okay, so. Worst case scenario, a thousand. Yeah, and then you got car payments, right? Which I feel like are probably somewhere around four hundred bucks per car. You probably have two cars as a family for it. I don't know. And then there's probably a lot of other expenses that I have no clue on because I don't have any kids. But there's probably there's probably people out there like, oh, you got to pay for this. Yeah, I yeah have daycare. Them. But I added, I don't know, daycare. And then I added twenty percent because you're supposed to save twenty percent of your income for just because savings. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, so that all told was totaled up to about 6500 a month. So that's how much you need to be bringing in after you pay your taxes, like if you're a W-2. Mm -hmm. So that comes out to $72,000 a year, which... I mean, that's doable for a family with two incomes. Yeah, but then again, you mentioned like if you have two incomes and you have to, you know, have a, you know, daycare and things like that. Yeah, daycare is which expensive. I think the the... the I think, I can't remember exactly what it was. I know we talked about this a few podcasts ago, but I think like the average, I think the average household income is less than that here, I want to say. Or, no, is that wrong? Maybe the median income? I don't know if it's yeah. for the household or if it was That's what I was just sitting here thinking. Yeah, because I, like, I didn't actually check. Uh, I know we pulled the number before, but I yeah. can't remember if it's for per household or per person. Yeah. Now, the other thing too, this is, so this is, this is a tough one to kind of pin down because if like if you're buying a house 2100 you're probably going to be a little bit higher than that if you're in the city mm -hmm. but if you're out in the country it could be less than that um so there's you know obviously depending on your situation it's going to be different but i think for the most part that's probably a good rough number that people can start from so anyways that's it that's all I've got on that. that's a good jumping off point i mean it's it's i think it's surprising because i've had to sit down with a lot of people um before and sort of go over finances with them mm -hmm. and it always blows their mind whenever they actually see how much they're spending on things mm -hmm. and how much things cost so i think this is a really good one because a lot of people they may only see one cost like their biggest thing is like how much does a house cost in fort worth or whatever and then they yeah. get here and they don't they don't factor all these other things in and it just catches them by surprise yep i'm not gonna lie when uh so when i would frequent bars I would always pay cash because I didn't want to know that number. Yeah, like, if it was on a credit card, I'd be able to see it. I was like, I don't want to know. Yep. If, it, if it's in if it's in cash, it's already out of my bank account. So doesn't count. That's just fun money. Right. <laughs> it's already done for. Oh man. 
I mean, another another fun little thing besides just going out to bars is, you know, social media. It's really taken off in the last 20 years, something like that. Um, and sure um, has. Yeah. <laughs> and they are actually they're having so much fun. They want to stop it right here and right now. Mm. Uh, Governor Abbott is bringing down the hammer on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, I heard about this. <laughs> and so we've th- there's been like we, we all know it's basically Chinese spyware, not directly, but they have backdoor access, just like the U.S. government does with a lot of our. Information. Yeah. yeah, it happens. Like we, we all we're all aware of this. But that being said, one thing that uh, probably isn't the best idea is having TikTok on your um, your government computer, where you know you have zipper or uh, secret or top secret information or whatever that you mm-hmm. don't want them having. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what he's trying to prevent right now. So we, there's already been a government device ban for TikTok, but they're actually trying to push it down to schools as well. There's been a few universities that banned it. Mm-hmm. So uh, the the bill in question would be to ban TikTok from any state-issued device. So that includes government-issued devices, uh, a lot of schools, if they're not like privatized, or um, uh, like if you work for like the post office or something, you can't have it on there. Which isn't anything crazy because most government computers they'll block off things like Facebook and YouTube because they just don't want you eating up bandwidth and not working essentially. Right. Yeah. So this isn't anything crazy, but the fact that it's going from like government stuff down to like schools even, I understand why because a lot of our schools are based around the industries we have around here. We have Lockheed like right there, right. so we we don't need we don't need them knowing about all of this, but. I understand it. It's just, uh, I think it's going to catch a lot of people by surprise because they, they don't think about it necessarily. Mm-hmm. But any contractors or employees, uh, they're not allowed to do any business on their phone if it has TikTok either. Mm-hmm. And I think that one's interesting because that's going to be hard to police. Yeah, I'm just interested, like, how like how much information can they actually gain? Well, it's... Because I feel like, well... It's a little surprising. I know Android's a little bit different. Like, mm-hmm. uh, Apple is very, they're very contained... Like, there's not as much flexibility uh, right. with Apple apps as there is with Android. Uh, just, I say that. It's been years since I programmed. But uh, I know back even back then, there were a lot more things you could do with Android. Yeah. But one of the, well, actually, one of the things they teach us about, like, what we call OPSEC, operational security, is that most of the information they're going to get from you is already just publicly available. Okay. Yeah, most people, they have their birthday, they have yeah. their email, they have, like, their name, they have photos of their family, like, where they live, all just on Facebook. Like, yeah, I, this is, like, identifiable information. Like, if I go to the bank and I give them this information, they'll probably be like, you know what, that's probably good enough. Here's your bank account information. Right. Yeah. yeah. I know that that my information is sitting in at least 100 different databases. Like exactly. <laughs> and so that's that's the issue is that we don't we don't need to be feeding it directly to them. Like mm-hmm. if we're already putting it out there on the web, make them dig yeah. for it. Yeah. Like don't, no point in just like siphoning it over to them. Don't make it easy. Right. Um, so campuses have banned it from like their Wi-Fi in a lot of cases. And Congress is working on legislation right now to just do an overall nationwide ban, like mm-hmm. private ban. It wouldn't be on. It wouldn't be allowed on phones. Uh, it wouldn't be allowed on like. I, I I think you can get onto it on a computer, but you can definitely play videos from a computer. I don't know if, mm. how much capability it has. But, right. Yeah. So that that's in the works, and they've been working on it for a while. But I think with this legislation moving forward, it sort of uh, kicked that or uh, kickstarted that because it, it sounds like something that they're starting to focus on now. Mm. Do uh, you know it's interesting like. Speaking of Chinese spyware, uh, did you hear about the balloon? 
Yeah, I did. Yeah. It's been all over the news. Like, we're really worried about TikTok, but this spy balloon that's floating around. It didn't, it like, fly over D.C.? And they were just kind of like, oh, okay, that's the thing. Well, it flew over, like, Montana or North Dakota, and mm-hmm. they're like, well, we don't want to shoot it down. There's, we don't want it to hit anybody. There's nothing in Montana. I, I was like, like, if you're going to shoot it down over the U.S., the that is the place. Yeah, they ended up shooting. I saw a video of them shooting it down. I don't yeah, know yeah. where it was. I, I don't either. It was uh, actually, it was somewhere closer to the East Coast, but like around the Kentucky area. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they or I think it was South Carolina, actually. North or South Carolina is when they ended up shooting it down. What the heck? There's way more people over there. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and also, I'm like, well, they don't even know what's in, there's no way they knew it was on the balloon or in the balloon, right? I don't know how that works. No, I think it was just a, I think it was just a surveillance balloon, honestly. And actually, uh, apparently, Chinese uh, representatives have already reached out asking for the balloon back. And I'm just kind of like, what are you going to do? I was going <laughs> administration may actually just give it. Please no. <laughs> but, uh, well, Sanitize you, it first. <laughs> be like, well, we'll give it to you, but you're going to have to give us a hostage. <laughs> no. Okay, here you go. Like, oh, okay. like... <laughs> or like how we traded an arms dealer for a pot smoker. Yeah, that was great. That's what I'm saying. It's just, who knows? <laughs> the whole thing's gone. But uh, anyways... Well, yeah, we'll see what happens with TikTok. I don't think, even if they ban it, I mean, I feel like all the other social media platforms have They all have that format it. now. YouTube has it, Snapchat, yeah. all these guys. Yeah, so I don't think anybody's going to, like, be devastated by this, but not, not likely. <laughs> but cool, that's uh, all we got for you this week. As always, thanks for tuning in, and if you're looking to buy yourself, remember to keep calm. Call time.